Hello there, Henry Harris. Another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, what to do with lingering resentment. Okay, so let's begin. We are reviewing what do we mean by the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Your mental health, your well-being is unconditional. It's independent of any of the circumstances of your life any of the past events, the present, the present uh, quality of life, the present moment of freedom from habits. A person can have extraordinarily difficult past. Uh, he could be involved in some unpleasant habits in the present moment. He could be beset with all kinds of emotional dist- distress. And still, his emotional well-being, his fundamental health is unconditional because it's not linked to any of those events or circumstances or even present moment behaviors or experiences. His emotional well-being is unconditionally whole right now. Now how do we under then how do we then explain the presence of all that distressing feelings and even potential uh, problematic actions? Well, we would understand it as follows. A person, even as he has unconditional health, can misunderstand his own health and his own well-being. He can misunderstand his own psychological experience and conclude that he is, in fact, defective, broken, uh, something, uh, someone to be, uh, some, he could be, he perce- could perceive himself as someone who is worthy of shame. If he has a presence of emotionally distressing feelings, he could conclude that that's telling me about my life. It's telling me about the darkness of my life, the darkness of my past, whatever it might be. And then as a result of his drawing those conclusions, he simply desires to be less and less present to his life. The more the, the more person desires to be not present to his life because of the distressing feelings, the more he runs away, the more he escapes, the more he kind of acts out and uh, leaves a path of stability and long-term well, a long-term uh, respected and respectful actions, because he's he's desirous of of distracting himself. So what's going on is is that we're having a flow of feelings at all times. Our feelings are. Are, are as natural. The flow of these feelings, the energy behind the feelings of our lives, behind our mood, moods and our ups and downs, those, those, that flow of energy is not something that we are authoring. It's part of the experience of being a human being. It's healthy. The presence of all of that is, in, in a sense, a fundamental ex- experience of being a healthy human being in the same way that your blood flow at all times contains both oxygenated, nutrient-filled blood as well as at all times your blood flow contains CO2 toxin-filled blood. And that's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. Uh, In that same way, our consciousness flows with warm, trusting, understanding, as well as it flows with insecure, self-centered, um very short-sighted and very frightened consciousness. It's the lack of understanding about that consciousness which really causes, it's the catalyst for 
uh, for panic, for, for real, real fear. And that fear then leads us in a certain direction. In the context of that fear, we make <clears throat> we make choices. We we react. Really, we it's it's a it's a choice, but it's more of a reactive choice than a thoughtful uh, response. So that's is that's that that's that's um, that's the kind of the underlying wisdom behind how to view and how to understand our experience of life and how we might misunderstand it. So it hurts. There are times where the feelings hurt. I don't, I'm not presenting this understanding as a way to kind of turn off painful feelings. My understanding is, is that painful feelings are part of life and that they do feel, dis- they feel distressing. They can feel quite unpleasant. But the understanding that we can acquire the ability to be with those feelings, to see those feelings for what they are, it, it, it's a path of freedom. It really is. It's, it's remarkable how much a human being is capable of living in his life at this present moment when he has uh, uh, the willingness to be in this present moment, including the pains that are going along with that present moment. So that's a little bit of the premise of what we're mentioning. And Today, I mentioned the topic is what to do with long-term resentments. What, it, what, what happens when a person encounters uh, revisiting and revisiting um, upset over events that took place in the past? It, it is true that there, as much as our feelings are being created from the inside, from this flow, it's not the case, it's not to say that there aren't damaging behaviors, there aren't inappropriate behaviors. It's not to, it's not to say that there isn't such a thing as wrong actions. A person can be on the receiving end of wrong action. You might have been damaged by someone. Someone might have acted inappropriately towards you. Uh, either they caused you financial harm or physical harm, or they 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 caused you embarrassment. Any number of things. They could have um, been disloyal or um, reneged on some kind of a commitment. All of those things are, there's such a thing as, as, as good behavior and there's such a thing as inappropriate behavior. The experience of that is, and, and, and it's appropriate to take, to address it. If, if I'm in a business partnership, if a person's in a business partnership with someone who's acting in a manner that's disloyal or acting in a breach of agreement, it's appropriate to address it. Now, to the degree a person understands the, this truth about our psychological experience, it, it's certainly going to help him navigate an appropriate path forward in a, in a much greater manner, right? Because to the degree that I really believe that someone's, uh, you know, usually what goes along with encountering someone's inappropriate behavior is there's the behavior and there's the, co- the the damage that it is. But then there's the emotional experience of that damage, which while it's normal, it's a hundred percent human and normal to experience upset, aggravation, resentment at someone's in a, at someone doing something wrong to me. There is a point where it, it's kind of noticeable, like in the example I'm giving of when a person experiences long-term resentment, even after the matter is kind of passed, um, you know, there will be times where we have the ability to address a wrong and maybe stop it. 
but there might be times where we don't. And at a, at, a, at a certain point, when we realize we've done what we were capable of doing, either we, we address the wrong and, it, and the person changed their behavior, or if we, didn't, if, we, if we addressed it and the person didn't address it, they owe us money, they caused damage, they didn't pay for it, they said some embarrassing word to us and, or about us and they didn't acknowledge it, they didn't apologize. There's a certain point where the opportunity to recognize that uh, as much as it's human to feel hurt or to feel aggrieved in, the case, in such a case, there's a point where, where we realize it's not, it doesn't, it's kind of funny, it's a bit fishy that uh, here I am, I'm revisiting and revisiting that resentment. And that to me is a wonderful opportunity to see how the how precious this understanding is you know and how valuable it is that i can i can see the the truth of my psychological experience like i'll, I'll even in in the context of my own life i definitely see that there are resentments that surface from events of the past and what i know is is that i when that resentment when those resentments surface I'm very inclined to kind of want to stew in them and to revisit them and to kind of play them out in my mind and kind of, you know, the dialogue and back and forth and what I could say, what I did say, what I could have said. And uh, it, it just feels so compelling. Like, what else is there to think about right now? Is this, this is necessary. This is absolutely necessary for me to do this. I might not even be aware that I'm thinking this is absolutely necessary. I'm just... I'm just doing it. And and then at some point I'm like, wait a second, do I really need to speed, spend this time? Yeah, yeah, it, says, it feels to me. Yes, it really does feel to me that this is necessary. I need this. This is soothing to me. This is, if I don't do this, I'll be, I'll be suppressing my internal experience. If I don't do this, I'll be neglecting myself. This is a necessary, you know, I have all kinds of sense and understanding that, right, this is, absolutely necessary to kind of revisit and revisit and revisit it but i do know that it's possible to 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 acknowledge in that moment you know these hurt feelings i can ask myself is there something to be done about them right now is there something that really is necessary is there is it really the case that i can address a wrong is it in my control to do that in my ability to influence a circumstance um, it's it, it often it's not the case. Often it's just that I feel the need that it's somehow like a self-soothing to revisit and revisit these hurt feelings and the upset and the justice or the injustice. In that moment, the opportunity exists to to realize, okay, I don't. I just do a quick kind of review. Like I don't always feel these feelings. I'm not always walking around in this kind of surge of resentment. There's there's a there's a wave that has just kind of come upon me. I know the truth of this. It doesn't mean I know how to just disappear the feelings, but like in all difficult feelings, they are part of a flow. It's not the actual, I can speak comfortably for myself that in that moment when that that kind of surge of resentment shows up, um, again, I'm not talking about where, where uh, if there really is something that is, if let's say some, someone was, damaged or someone stole money and there really is an option possibly to to do something about it so it's an indication perhaps okay what can i do maybe i should seek some kind of counsel 
but generally speaking, we're dealing in a scenario where there isn't that there isn't something to really be done, and it's just the stewing and the upset feelings. In that moment, it's it's the opportunity to realize I I I I don't I don't have these feelings all the time. It makes sense to me that the feelings I'm having are not literally being created by that event. If they were, then why am I only feeling them in this kind of acute manner on occasion? Why are they not before me and, and possessing me all the time? It makes more sense to me that my moods are moving. That's how it looks to me. When my mood drops, I kind of naturally incline toward like, well, let's find the reason why this mood has dropped. And then I find something. But it's, it's not that the, the event is causing the mood. It's the opposite. The mood exists in the, in the way that all human beings have moods that flow. And in a low mood, I latch on to things that are kind of a low experience. I, I find low experiences, and then I kind of revisit and revisit and revisit them. But it's coming from the mood. It's not coming from the experience. And it hurts. There's a, That low mood, is. it feels tight. It feels upset. It feels fearful. It feels hurt. But I can be in hurt feelings. And, and to do so knowing the truth about what where hurt feelings come from, to do so knowing the truth <clears throat> about the spiritual underpinnings of all psychological experiences is, is a wonderful thing. It's a tremendous accomplishment. It's a it's a wonderful spiritual awareness, and and it's an opportunity also to 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 pray. I don't I don't know how to create new moods, but I trust that there is something of a difficult mood that has the ability to move my life forward to to humble me to broaden my awareness, to deepen my recognition that I'm not the author of life. I'm on the receiving end. I have a wonderful choice to make about my life and the perceptions that I have, the feelings that I have, but I'm not the author of those feelings and the author of my life. And that's a wonderful, humbling opportunity where I can stop and acknowledge I know, I know that my feelings are being created in this moment. I'm subject to moods that are not the source, uh, that I'm not the source of and I can make a prayer, God, allow me to accept and acknowledge that you are the source of all life. And that I can be in your life, un I can be in your world unconditionally. And that I'm safe and that I'm healthy, even with these distressing feelings. Humble me and help me to understand more deeply. Help me to open my consciousness, open my mind, open my heart to that truth. And help me to navigate my life gracefully. And in that manner, we have the opportunity to, to be with the lingering resentments that, that show up. They are a tremendous opportunity, tremendous opportunity to move closer and closer and closer, closer to this wondrous spiritual truth. Whereas if I, if I battle them or if I, if I indulge, if I kind of try to solve them and view them as, oh, this, this feeling is coming from that event and obviously it's not yet resolved and therefore I should resolve it, understand it, analyze it, replay it, and maybe that will give me some satiation. Maybe that will give me some kind of a soothing 
resolution. I need to resolve this feeling, this painful feeling, because obviously it's an unresolved. It's it's owing to being. It's it, the feeling is is due to an unresolved event. And if I just revisit it sufficiently, I'll be able to resolve it. I, I don't see it that way. I can't. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Again, if there's something that can be done and you're not sure, you can seek counsel and see is there something that can and should be done to address some wrong that was done to you. Fine. In my experience, it's most often the case that the resentments that show up are are in a case where even after something has been addressed, or if it can't be, if it hasn't been addressed, it's not possible to be addressed. It's just no longer relevant, and it's time to move on. That that's the resentment that I see most frequently are showing up in my experience and in those that I talk to. And there, the opportunity is to is is it such a such a such a a wondrous opportunity to be present to be present to the spiritual truth, that the spiritual truth of life includes a flow of psychological experiences, a flow of feelings, a flow of energy that we are not the author of, and yet that they're safe, they're healthy, they're not traumatic, they're not circumstance-based. It's not that the world out there and the events of the world from the past or the present or the potential future events, all of those things have programming power over my feelings and moods. It's not. There's only one way in which my moods and experiences are being created, and that's in this moment from a single, simple source. And the willingness and the courage to be with that single, simple source is the essence of what we're here in this world to accomplish. And as we turn toward that source, and as we open our hearts and our minds to welcoming that unconditional truth, we will expand, we will grow we will allow ourselves to be a, a, a greater and greater channel for a wondrous understanding and consciousness to take root in our hearts. And that will become noticeable and palpable in the way we navigate our lives, in the people, in the, the relationships that we have. And we will be a wondrous um, source of, of good to ourselves and to many others.